0: Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. The light of God's Word just showed up your confusion. Then I said, why? Well, she said tonight in your preaching, you know, God will have you to say things and do things just to help people that may not even be in your sermon if you're really yielded to the Holy Ghost. Because I don't remember that being in a sermon, but I do remember me saying it. I suddenly I, I, I said, you know, the Bible said in 1 John 3, 14, we know we pass from death unto life because we love the brother. And I said in the next verse, said, he that hated his brother. And, and and I don't know why I said it. See, I did afterwards. I said, that means mother-in-law too. And just went on then with my sermon. I said, yeah, I remember saying that. Why? Well, she said, I hate my mother-in-law.
1: Welcome to Rayma for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagin. Today, you'll hear more from Kenneth e. Hagan on his teaching, The Most Important Message You Will Ever Hear, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth e. Hagan for today's message.
0: One day, I was back over there visiting, went by to see him, and he said to me, he said, you know, I, I, got, to, I got saved. I got born again. Now, I haven't gotten filled with the Holy Ghost yet, but I'm going to. And so uh, he said, uh, in one of the meetings, they having a revival meeting, you know, and f- people in the altar praying to be saved, to be filled with the Spirit. He couldn't kneel anyway, but he said, I just bowed my head over on the pew in front of him and s- asked the Lord to come into my heart and save me and said he did. And so he said, one night later on during this revival, everybody was praying except him. He's sitting on the pew because he can't. And of course, I don't guess the knew that. And he went back and spoke to him, said, are you saved? He said, yes, sir. He said, How do you know you are? Well, he said, I'll tell you how I know. He said, I come to, I used to come down here. In fact, I've been coming here for the last two or three years to church. And he said, every Wednesday night they always have a testimony meeting. And you always count on him. The first one up to testify is old man Smith. And said he's just an old codger. And he had always testified and double up his fist. I've seen him. I'm saved and sanctified, like he's challenging folks. Sanctified. And baptized with the holy ghost and he said i'd get some mad i'd sit there and quietly cuss under my breath i'd say old man if i wasn't crippled like this i'd just see how sanctified you are and then said you could always count on it the very next one up to testify was old lady bailey and said when i still ran my business said mr bailey worked for me and he said that old woman was always trying to get everybody saved and he'd go home, she's out trying to get people saved, and he'd go home, the kids would run up and down the back alley, and know the beds haven't been made and the house swept. She's out trying to win souls. And 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 no supper, not cooked. And said, I knew that old lady didn't have anything. This make me mad. I just sat there and curse under my birth. But said, you know, I bowed my head over here on the back of the pew during this meeting, actually. And they'd been having some testimonies during the meeting, you see. And said, The Lord save me. And said, you know, ever since then, said, I just dearly love to hear old Brother Smith testify. She <laughs> before it was old man Smith. Oh, said he's a little eccentric, but said he loves the Lord. And then said, I'll tell you, said, I love to hear dear sister Bailey testify. Before it's old lady Bailey. Now said, I know, of course, that, uh, that she maybe is not 100% perfect, but none of us are. But right on, then said, I know her husband. After all, he did work for me. He is the type of fellow that would go home. In fact, he'd tell me, I'm going home. If my wife's got supper on the table, I'm going to get mad and cuss her out and knock it off the table. And if she doesn't, I'm going to whip her. So he said, Master, she's gone when he got there. <laughs> said, I dearly love to hear dear Sister Bailey. Well, I noticed this dear Sister Bailey got all of her children, her husband, too saved because I went back there to visit the church and all of them sitting on one pew. Glory to God. But how did he know he was saved. Uh, how did he you know? That's what the evangelist asked him. We know we pass from death unto life because we love them that love us. Because we love them that are good to us. No, we love the brethren. Now notice the rest of that verse. He that loveth not his brother abideth in death. See, he's not talking about physical death. He's not physically death. He's abiding, living in spiritual death. Living in spiritual death look at verse 15 whoso hateth his brother is a murderer and ye know that no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him see if we're born again we've got the life of God and the love of God in us hallelujah he that hateth his brother that means mother-in-law too that means anybody I was holding a meeting you know in the state of Oregon a number of years ago well, actually, just across the river from Portland, I had preached there, and I went across the river, and reader, we were preaching over in Vancouver, Washington, just across the river from Portland. And uh, a young couple, actually, they were both ministers, ordained ministers of the gospel. I'd met them before, preaching convention for their full gospel denomination. And, and they were living there then, just going to this church. They were not the pastors. And so my wife and I went with the young man and his wife to have a sandwich after church, and she said to me, Brother Hagin, you've got me all confused. I said, no, I didn't get you confused. You were confused before I got here. (laughs) The light of God's word just showed up your confusion. Then I said, why? Well, she said tonight in your preaching, you know, God will have you to say things and do things just to help people that may not even be in your sermon if you're really yielded to the Holy Ghost. Because I don't remember that being in the sermon, but I do remember me saying it. Suddenly I, I, I said, you know, the Bible said in 1 John 3, 14, We know we pass from death unto life because we love the brethren. And I said, and the next verse said, he that hated his brother, and and, and I don't know why I said it. See, I did afterwards. I said, that means mother-in-law too. And just went on then with my sermon. I said, yeah, I remember saying that. Why? Well, she said, I hate my mother-in-law. Well, now, I knew that she really didn't. What's happening is, she's not she hasn't done even though she's an ordained minister of the gospel a full gospel minister and so is her husband she has not uh presented her body to god a living sacrifice she's not doing what paul said i keep my body under and then romans 12 2 she hasn't got her mind renewed and so her natural mind and flesh is dominating her because if she really hates her mother-in-law then we read light here, he that hateth his brother, and that means his sister, mother-in-law, hates anybody, is a murderer. And you know that no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him. It be impossible for him to, wouldn't it? And so I said, uh, well, that's true. I mean, if you hate your mother-in-law, then you're a murderer. And you know the sad thing about the real truth about this, we, we have a lot of murderers sitting around on church pews. I tell you, I don't like the... I hear I hear Christian people, I mean... Spirit-filled, tongue-talking people, charismatic. I, I hear them, and how for years, I, I hear people say, I just hate old so-and-so. I know they really don't, but they would not say that because it's wrong even to say it. Because if they do hate old so-and-so, they're a murderer. They don't have eternal life. They're not Christians. But what's happening is they're letting the flesh dominate them. I, I just don't like that word hate. I, I don't use that word. It's not in my vocabulary. The word love's in my vocabulary. I don't hate anybody. I don't even like, I hear people say sometimes, you know, some food, I just hate spinach. Well, there's some foods I don't particularly like, but I don't hate them. I've heard people say, I hate dogs. Well, I like some dogs. I don't dislike like all of them, but I don't hate any of them. I hate cats. And you hear people use that word hate. Really, it shouldn't be a of our vocabulary so i said well if that's the case you hate your mother-in-law you're not saved you don't have eternal life you're a murderer i saw you know she's just about sunk (laughs) i better help her out (laughs) i said to her uh because she we were sitting in a booth at a restaurant having a sandwich and i'm sitting right across from her she and her husband sitting on one side my wife and i on the other and so i said to her now look me right in the eye across this table and say out loud, I hate my mother-in-law. And at the same time, check right in here. See, that's your spirit. See, it says be tender-hearted. Amen? Kind, tender-hearted one toward another. Forgive one another. Check right in here in your spirit, your heart. not You know, not the physical pump. The heart, the center of man's being, which is his spirit. So she looked across the table and said, I hate my mother-in-law. I said, what happened in here? She said, there's something down there scratching me i said yeah the love of god's been shed abroad see we read it there a moment ago in our heads huh? no not in our heads oh dear lord you let your head dominate you no telling what a mess you'll get into sometimes there's not too much there (laughs) the love of god's been shed abroad in our bodies no no the love of god what kind of love what kind of love The love of God, the God kind of love. Not natural human love. Natural human love will turn to hate overnight. The God kind of love's been shed abroad on the inside of us in our inner man, in our hearts, by the Holy Ghost. I said, that love's down there trying to get your attention. See, the Bible said, the love of Christ constraineth us. That love's trying to constrain you to get your attention. She said, what am I going to do? I said, act like you would if you did love your mother-in-law because you do. Act like you would. Love is revealed in word and action. I mean, even naturally. What if somebody here, for instance, we'll just take brother and sister Moore for an example. They live here in Miami, you see. And so she's been gone somewhere visiting for several weeks. Called him, said, well, I'm coming in, flying in there. I'll be in there to airport such and such a time. So she comes in, he's not there, nobody's there. Has to phone somebody. He knows she's coming, he just talk to him on the phone. And so two or three la- days later, he shows up, puts his arm around her, and said, I sure love you. I wonder about that. So would she. It's sort of like the old boy, you know, wrote a love letter to his wife, to his girlfriend. And he said, I'd climb the highest mountain. I'd wade the deepest river. I'd swim the largest ocean. If it don't rain, say, then I'll come see you. <laughs>
1: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. If you'd like to find more life-changing resources, then visit rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer. When you call or go online, you'll be able to purchase Kenneth E. Hagan's two CD series, In Him, and Ken Hagan's series, Forget Not. Purchase these two CD series at the discounted price of $19.95 and receive the mini-book, In Him, free with this offer. All these resources are $19.95. That's a $10 savings. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A. Dot O-R-G, rhema, dot org, or if you prefer to write Kenneth Hagen Ministries our address is po box50126 Tulsa Oklahoma 74150 we always love to hear from our listeners so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for today now let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen Listen,
2: it's not too early to start thinking about Rama Bible Training College. That's right. And we're having a big spring college weekend here, April the 10th through the 12th, right here, 110-acre campus. You get you to get tour to, the campus. Tour the campus, go to... Th- Three lunch different our, classes. And lunch with our staff. And lunch with the staff. Yes. You get to talk with the dean and the instructors. Yes. And there's a job fair and a housing fair. That's so, right. all the information that you need to become a Raymond student. And you say, well, what do you teach there? Well, if you want to be an active full-time ministry, we teach that. If you just want to learn more about the Word of God, mm-hmm. that's that's there. There's one whole section that's just just Scripture. <laughs> just right. learn the Bible. Yes. And then we have a section called the Helps Ministry, mm-hmm. uh, which you learn how to work and be a part in your in your local church. And uh, you have a regular job, but you work in your local church in yes. the volunteer. But all of that's available. You can go right there. Uh, go to uh, RAMA.org and yes. it'll tell you all about the, the Rama Bible Training College. We can. So,
1: hey, come on out. Call now and ask the operator for this month's special radio offer, In Him, and the Forget Not series, and a free book. Call today, toll free, 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or visit RAMA.org. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagen's life-changing series. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.